Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we're back, and this is day five, and of course, this is your five-year plan. If you've not listened to the previous uh, shows, this is the fifth show in this series, so go back and listen to the other four shows. They're all titled the exact same thing, and you'll notice that they are numbered uh, in sequential order, so make sure you go back and listen to the past podcasts, and also remember, guys, believe it or not, (laughs) there are over 2,000 podcasts on iTunes, on Spotify, and I think on um, YouTube, we now have 14 or 1,500 different pod, or past podcasts. And all of this information, 99% of what uh, you guys learn on this podcast, it is not, uh, it's evergreen. In other words, we're not just talking about current events or things like that. It's actual real estate training. This isn't real estate coaching. Let's just be really clear about this. This is real estate training. And this does, for many of you, provide the impetus, impetus, is that the word? Impetus. Impetus, thank you, mm-hmm. to, to really have great momentum in your real estate career. So keep all this in your minds that when you are ready to take the next natural step and you want to uh, go from just being trained on our podcast and you want to move up to being coached, well, we've made it easier for you. Just go to premiercoaching.com premiercoaching.com. And then you can sign up for Premier Coaching. And it is free when you sign up. And yes, that does include a daily semi-private coaching call. The link is in the show description, whether you're listening to us on uh, YouTube or iTunes or anywhere else. Just scroll down, click the link. And also, if you'd like to text, you can also do that. Just text the uh, text the word Premier, uh, and it's P-R-E-M-I-E-R, to 47372. But the really the easiest thing to do since you're already on iTunes and you know Spotify and YouTube and you know billions of other places where you're listening to us, just scroll down, just click the link to join the coaching program. And like I said, you can join now. It is free. So Julie, you have some interesting <laughs> statistics that are uh, I think I are being sort of misreported. And I want to start out by talking about one thing in particular. Sure. Because I've just seen this so I almost got mad at somebody <laughs> yesterday. Mm-hmm. When there was, and I didn't, maybe I did, I don't remember, <laughs> but I was impatient. Let's just say that. Okay. People keep on saying, uh, they're saying dumb stuff with regards to the values of real estate. Yes. And they're not understanding that they, because they're reading these headlines and these headlines are written so that you guys will click on them. So obviously the more salacious the headline, the more you're going to click on it. And the headlines are being written deceptively. A lot of the real estate information that's frankly being passed around on Inman and other sources is also deceptive by design. Look at the headlines over on CNBC. When Diana Olick uh, produces a story, her story itself is great. And I guarantee you she doesn't write the headline because the headline right. very often is a mismatch for what the content of her actual article is. But here's the gist of it. Be very clear. There's a difference between values falling and asking price is falling. So if you list a house for a million dollars and let's say the owner uh, paid, I don't know, to make up some numbers, right? So the owner paid 250 for it or 400 for it. And now it's worth 650. So they're obviously in the money on the house big time. They are uh, had aspirational pricing, otherwise overpriced. They put it for sale for a million. It isn't getting offers. Then you adjust the price down. Now that adjustment down is not the loss of value. And that's the Frankly, the BS portion of the you know misreporting that's really boiling my bacon, yes. because they're saying, well, the values are dropping. No, they're not. The lo- the asking prices are being reduced. A drop in value would be like what happened in 07 and 08, dear listener. Different. 
and very different. And that's where you essentially saw the actual prices. So someone paid a million for it, and now it was seven fifty, and now it was worth six hundred. That is something completely different than Mr. Homeowner deciding that he has to lower his price so he can get the property sold. So do not confuse and do not be manipulated into believing that the reduction in asking price is the same thing of the reduction in values because it's not true. That's right. So for example, one of the headlines that gets them going on this is something that sounds like this. I just saw this this morning. 47% of listed homes in Q1 this year had at least one price reduction. Okay, so that makes it sound like, oh no, we're all coming down in price and almost half the listings have had to reduce their price and prices are falling. No, the aspirational pricing is just getting adjusted down probably closer to what the actual comparables say versus the acceleration, the mass acceleration of pricing that we've had in previous years. So the growth rate of the price is not what it was. That, again, to your point, is different than I have to sell it for less than I paid for it two years ago. Yeah, so here's what's interesting too. Uh, we have the benefit of having been through a bunch of these cycles and, you know, ups and downs in real estate and been in this, you know, industry for over 20 years. A lot of the people that are writing the articles, reporting on the articles, a lot of you, frankly, you haven't been in the business for that long. Many of you listening have been in the business, well, virtually all of you have been in the business for 15 years or less. Most of you have been in the business for three years or less. Just statistically, that's how sure. it works. Well, I have news for you guys. The reporters that are writing these articles, they have their experience is limited to their, you know, the past, what, how long have they been adults? Most of them are going to be in their 20s or their late 20s. They have no uh, essentially life experience with knowing what a real estate crash is. So they're writing these articles that are, uh, and they're emulating each other. And then the misinformation is then compounding. And because you don't have any personal experience to know what they're reporting in is uh, what they're saying is being spun in a particular direction. You then start saying the same thing. And then all it takes is somebody with a half a brain to realize that you don't know what you're talking about. And that might be a buyer or a seller, and that might cost you a deal. So please be very clear. There is a huge difference between actual values dropping and somebody repositioning the house in the market so it more correctly reflects the buyer's expectations, a.k.a. lowering the price. And what happens when that happens is it sells right away. So yeah. here's the thing. And here's an interesting kind of twist to this. The new listings coming on the market, because we track these, right? So um, week over week, we're having fewer new listings. That is true. But when they come out, we're still having 25 to 27% of those new listings week by week will go in contract immediately, okay? So this is why you see different reporting. Some people are reporting 900,000 actives and some people are uh, reporting 420,000. Well, here's the difference. The, the larger number, which is still historically extremely low inventory, anything under a million, that includes pendings. So as far as active and actually available, we're only at 406,000. 405,000 countrywide. Now, here's a confusing thing. And yet, mortgage applications are up 8% week over week. And yet, we have record high actual reported sales in the country. Now, how can you do that? Well, that points directly at what we have been coaching you, training you on this podcast to do, podcast after podcast. How can we have increased sales? And in fact, uh, everybody's increasing their predictions from a total of 4 million sales to 4.4. Some people are now saying 4.7, 4.8 million sales. Because they're listening to this podcast and creating their own inventory. Ah, there you go. There's the answer. So how can you have low active listings and yet high actual number of sales? It's because not everything that is closing flowed through the MLS. Very, again, there you go. There's the bottom Isn't line. that interesting though? Hey, 
your uh, friendly, you know, uh, professional real estate coaches here have been telling you guys about this for years. And now essentially you're seeing all the chickens are coming home to roost. All the things we've been predicting would happen in the real estate markets are actually happening all the way from buyer's agency changing and to mm-hmm. obviously a lot of inventory moving away from the MLS. This is the natural cycle as industries evolved. It's just going to get more, those, uh, the momentum is towards those trends picking up even more momentum. So the reality of it is if you're not going to be someone who's going to create their own inventory and listen to past podcasts, and we certainly drilled down on this a lot in our coaching program, well, you're just going to be suffering needlessly waiting for something to pop up on your local MLS along with all the other agents. Your buyers aren't going to want to work with you because they're going to see when, frankly, they're just putting in minimum effort that they'll discover more homes for sale than you're telling them about because you're only going to the MLS. And again, I just we need to get off this point so we can move on. But the bottom line is, is past podcasts. Listen to the podcast yes. we've done on this. I think in the last year, we've done probably four different series on creating your own inventory, mm-hmm. finding the hidden homes for sale, things like that. So make sure you go back and listen to those past podcasts. Oh, I've got something kind of cool to talk okay. about. Um, so we have, we're employing our first AI, mm-hmm. and it's going to be actually some uh, a, a development team pitched this to me. I just love the idea. And they're uh, presenting it to us today, Julie, oh, cool. uh, oh, at 2 right. o'clock, actually. Yes. Yeah, so they are, it, here's how it's going to work. And mm-hmm. listeners, this will benefit you greatly. They're going to have, and there's going to be a search box. I'm able to, I'll explain this the best I can. So Julie and I have over 2,000 past podcasts. On YouTube, I think we have now 14 or 1,500 videos. But realistically, if you go back and you know really search, we have over 5,000 past podcasts. It's an enormous amount of content. So it's almost impossible for you guys to sift and sort through all of it at this point. We realize that. So what this widget does using AI It's just going to read the transcriptions on every single podcast we've ever done. You're talking about potentially over a million hours of podcasts. It's insane. Mm -hmm. And then when you put in information, for example, you want to know how to uh, get price reductions or whatever your your challenge is, you're going to drop that into the search widget. And the search widget then that's, again, just searching our particular podcasts and reading the past transcripts of all the podcasts we've done it's going to search and it's going to find the answers uh, from the transcripts. And then it's also going to show you the, the actual podcasts where it found the content. That means that you're going to be able to have a direct 24-7, 365-day you know, coaching on demand experience where you can then, the second you have a question, go and search our past podcast content and you're going to be able to find exactly the answer and listen to Julie and I explaining it like we try to do every day on this podcast with a great bit of detail. Now, remember, though, it's very important. Uh, this is just training. We're just training on this podcast. Coaching is completely different, and that's what Premier Coaching is all about. And again, if you're ready to join, which all of you are, judging by how many of you are joining every day, yes. um, then the description, obviously, of this podcast, either on iTunes or YouTube, just click the link. All right, Julie, let's get yes. to our content list. You got any more uh, nerdy facts to share? Well, I just have to highlight Tina Bloomberg in uh, Northern Atlanta because she started out as a podcast listener getting the training and then upgraded to coaching and has the accountability of having to stick to her goals. Remember, if you remember to past Tina's stories, she had a goal of one transaction per month for 90 days straight. She's trying to work on consistency, right? Well, guess what? She has really embraced the whole finding your own inventory. She has buyers with specific needs. She is door knocking for them. And she has now, now I basically gave her a precursor. We will be increasing her goals 
probably more to two to three per month because just in the past 60 days, because she's door knocked her way into finding inventory for her buyers and then turned that seller into a buyer. And guess what? She has zero expenditure on this. She now has a trajectory of two to three times what she started with, with when she started coaching with me, maybe 120 days ago. That's incredible. I, I mean, she's a great example of somebody who made the leap from podcast listener to coaching client was very coachable, implementing, and is now getting near immediate results. So kudos to you, Tina. If anybody's got any referrals for Northern Atlanta, she's your girl. And yes, all of you who are in Premier Coaching, if you want to move up to having a uh, a one-on-one coach, someone who's going to work specifically with you and only you, you and that coach on a call, we do offer that as well. So make sure you ask about that. All right, Julie, let's go yes. on to year five, and we have six points for year five. Yes. Point number one, you now have real skill. Remember, this is your fifth year. What will you actually do with it? Will you embrace the fact that you have a predictable, duplicatable income stream, or will you fall backward looking for the easy button? You have to resist. I think this comes in two flavors. One is getting bored and just wrecking things by trying new things, speculating, you know, deciding that buying leads is easier than, you know, finding your own leads, things like that. But also I do see this sometimes with coaching clients who, who make the decision, I'm going to learn a whole new spoke. I'm going to learn how to call expireds. And because they're learning that new thing and filling that space in their brain, they stop doing other things that used to be working. That could be open houses, it could be talking to their sphere. So in year five, especially, because now you do have skill and you do have income, it's easy to actually mess that up and fall backwards instead of going forward. Well, here's the other thing, and it's not one of your points, but it's definitely true. And this could have happened at year two or three or four or five, really. But your ego and what's yes. gonna ha- when you're essential- when you're a coaching client and you're one of the top agents in your market or at the very least in your office, you're going to start getting a lot of really ridiculous levels of attention. Mm-hmm. Brokerages love to give awards. You're going to be asked to even go as far as to train people or speak. And you know, Bob is the agent of the month. After all, he listed three houses. Bob's going to do an hour long symposium in our office for how he did it, listing homes. And all of a sudden, Bob is walking around like a peacock, completely mm-hmm. forgotten about the fact that what he's supposed to do is generate more listings and yep. always maintain his magic number of listings. That happens all the time in real estate. So be very, very careful that you don't allow your ego to start taking hold of things. Be very, very careful that you don't start, uh, you know, frankly, here's the bottom line. Live small, think big. Live small, think big. You want to keep yourself small, focused on the ball. Focus on keeping your magic number of listings. Focus on, um, you know, frankly, having the most profit margin you can. But think big. Always think about what you can be doing to increase your transaction flow, to increase your net income, to increase the different opportunities for you to grow passive income. As as soon as you start to live big and think big, then you're going to spend all of your money because your ego is going to take hold. And that's how a lot of you get suckered into a lot of the ego-based marketing and social influence. I mean, Bob, you're now a rock star. You might as well start blowing all this kind of money and working on your brand. You guys see how it's very insidious? So Bob would then, if he, you know, succumb to that, will start spending all of what would have been his net income just because he now is wanting more of the attention. So he has replaced his desire for net income and profit with his uh, ego's desire to be seen as on a pedestal. So all of us have to make a decision. Whether we want to be famous or rich, you cannot be both. Would you, dear listener, choose to be famous or choose to be rich. And here's something interesting. And this is evolu- this is a uh, developmental, by the way. When you're younger, most people will naturally choose to be famous because when you're younger, that's kind of when you're trying to prove yourself. You're trying to, 
you know, uh, just think about it. Think how much people that are in their 20s and sometimes early 30s will, again, peacock, trying to draw attention to themselves. That's probably a lot of the things that, you know, drawn back to our lizard brains, trying to attract a mate or who knows what. I have no idea. I'm not an evolutionary biologist, but you get the concept here. And as people get older, generally speaking, they have less of a desire for that sort of uh, external, I think, um, you know, acceptance, if you will. Mm -hmm. So you have to make a decision. And I strongly encourage you to do this when you're young. Make a decision whether or not you want to be famous or you want to be rich. You cannot be both. It's very incredible. It's just virtually impossible to be both because you'll spend all of your money to be famous. So if you have to choose, dear listener, that, you know, where you're famous or you're rich, I strongly encourage you to be uh, choose the rich part where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money. Why? Because I promise you the older you get, you'll wish you would have chosen rich. And the la you'll laugh at the fact that when you were younger, you wanted so desperately to be recognized. And that's just, again, move past. You know the next natural step is for you if you're in your 20s. You probably have, you know, you can intellectually at least understand that when you're in, say, mid-30s, approaching 40, you're going to wish you would have essentially accumulated more net worth and have more passive income. Why don't you get a jump on that and start actually doing that when you're in your early 20s, opposed to waiting until you're older? Now, if you're in your 40s and you're in your 50s, and you're now realizing that you pissed away a lot of time, money, and opportunity trying to be famous when you were younger and whatever, whatever manifestation that was, you still have time to make it up. Just don't go back and start making the same dumb mistakes. You have to choose to be rich or to be famous. Choose to be rich. And by the way, choosing fame over, uh, over running a profitable business will end up costing you your business because your ego will take over and you'll stop doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Because after all, don't they know who I am? Why should I have to go and knock on that door for that for sale by owner? They're in my geographic farm. They should call me. You've seen this happen. We've seen this mm -hmm. happen. So don't be suckered into that. Don't allow yourself to move off the main goal of your business, which is to be of service to other people, run massive margins and reinvest that money so that money then will come home. You know, you're sending your soldiers out so that one day they can come home victorious in the form of passive income. That is a great model mindset for you to approach. Julie? Point number two, complete your new real estate treasure map and be sure to spend lots of time on your goal setting. You can think really big now because you've got the skill to do it, but keep your goals, what we call SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T, which stands for goals that are specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. It's not enough to just say, I need to do more deals. I need to make more money. I want my volume to be higher. I want my average sale price to be higher, my average commission. No. What does that actually mean? Be specific. If you don't at this point in year five have at least two or three years of reserves, personal reserves, and your debt paid off, except maybe your house, then be specific. Maybe you've got a car you want to pay off. It's going to cost X amount of dollars. You're going to do it by June 1st. And here's how you're going to do it. You've got to do three extra deals and then you'll be done with that. Be specific. Timely means you've got a deadline on that. Be realistic. It's not realistic to say do a 300% increase unless maybe last year you only did one deal, right? <laughs> then now you're going to do okay. three. Yeah. yeah. But at this point, be realistic. Usually in coaching, we recommend 20 to 30% increase depending on their situation. But again, that gets back to being specific. And by the way, if you do have a uh, mortgage that has a very low interest rate, 
of say three and a half percent less and it's amortized over 30 years and an inflating real estate market where things are going up at least six percent per year do not pay that house off no that's a great thing do not pay the house off the house is essentially free to you uh, because of inflation and never that interest rate is an incredible interest rate so do not pay the house off that's right. And I would say that up to probably in, in our current times up to about five and a half percent interest because year over year, even though the country is starting to be bifurcated, most houses are still going up by about five or six percent. So you're still good on that. Don't don't put too much value on that. It's okay to have a mortgage, but your other debt, especially high interest rate in uh, like consumer debt, stuff like that, you some, should have paid some off. Some of these, I mean, what was Tom, who, uh, he had what, an interest rate less than like... 2.75%. Yeah, you never pay that off. More no. of that, please. Keep that house forever. <laughs> That's free and money. mortgage, yes. yes. Okay, so speaking of money, point number three, you now have passive income. Remember, we've been talking to you about this all through years one through four. Reinvest that passive income strategically. Study the best investments you can make and truly begin to build real net worth. And again, that's something that we tell you to do on the podcast. We coach you how to do those things in coaching. Oh, you didn't, by the way, point number two, real estate treasure map. If they want to get the real oh, yeah. estate treasure map, which is their fill in the blank business plan. Julie Harris, how do they get it? Yes. So let's see. What do they text? Premiercoaching.com. Just go to premiercoaching.com. It's in the uh, description of today's show. And that's one of the first things we want you to download and complete when you join Premier Coaching. And like I said, it's in the show notes, whether you're listening on iTunes or whether you're listening on any of the, you know, um, Spotify or over on YouTube. So just scroll down, just click it. You're good to go. And then download the real estate treasure map. That is your fill in the blank business and life plan. All right, Julie, point number four. Point number four, do not fall victim to boredom and wreck your momentum. Focus intensely on building listing inventory. You can now refer virtually all of your buyer business except for your repeat clients, high-end referrals, and listing clients who also have to buy. If you're wondering what to do in year five, really in any year, the answer is always the same, build your listing inventory. It is the most healthy thing that you can do. I had a coaching client tell me yesterday after being run around by all these buyers and you know, having a really strong uh, buyer, but they couldn't really compete on escalation clauses and all this, he said, you know, I'm very clear on what the difference is between working with buyers and working on listings because he also had a listing that he listed three days ago, has multiple offers on, and is absolutely in contract that he's then going to use that information to talk to the other people in the neighborhood. So, you know, what you can do with listings is is so different than what you have to do with buyers. So well, get to the point where you can refer your buyers and concentrate on listings. Listings are leverage. I mean, it just Absolutely. makes sense. And if you're not, it, you are either basically being leveraged by the buyers yeah. or you're leveraging the market through your listings. Uh, so points five and six are specifically for those of you who are in EXP royalty and a lot of our listeners and coaching clients are in EXP royalty. You've got to be taking the revenue share model seriously, and you should have already been over the last five years now that you're on year five. You should have been uh, essentially habitually adding people to your revenue share group because it is one of the greatest wealth creators I've ever seen before. And let me just explain this to all of you. It, you know, maybe some of you are EXP Realty curious or others of you are in EXP Realty. I'm going to share with you guys something that I learned from uh, Gene Frederick, and this was probably four and a half, five years ago, somewhere in there. So, and I'm not, I'll just tell you what he said. And if some of you want to hash this out on a spreadsheet, feel free. But here's, again, this is what he calls this napkin um, presentation. So if you sponsor five agents, which is easy to do, you know, sponsor is another word for recruiting, five agents in the next five years, 
And all of those agents are FLQA, which you know we can explain later, but the gist of it is just the numbers. So if you sponsor five agents in the next five years, after five years, you'll have 25 agents. And again, for the sake of this explanation, let's just assume all of them are FLQA. On average, and again, this information is about four and a half years old. On average, your group, if you have done that, will have grown to at least 500, maybe 600 agents. Now, to put that in perspective, we're not supposed to be talking about money with regards to revenue share, but let me just make it very simple for you. It's potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars a year in passive income. And we know people who have done just as we're describing in our own uh, revenue share group who are now earning, uh, I'll tell you a great success story. Dan Lesniak joined um, September or October of last year and they've got now in their group over 200 agents. And I know last month they are well into the five-figure range as far as passive income for revenue share. In well less than one year. Now, why is this important? And it, it's mm -hmm. because it's this. You and I had the goal when we got married to have enough uh, paid-off rental properties by the time I was 40 and, well, and you were 39. Now, it took us to I was 41 and you were 40, and we actually did it. And that was required an enormous amount of work, dedication, and honest, honestly sacrifice because a lot of our rental properties we pay cash for, which means that we had to forgo a lot of the things that other people were maybe enjoying, like for example, vacations and larger homes and things like that. Julie and I actually put the priority first of buying mm -hmm. rental properties yep. over decades so that we could be free by the time we were 40. And we did it. Uh, but here's the thing that I just laugh now because mm -hmm. first of all, EXP wasn't around back when we you know, you know, Julie and I had been married. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> right. But now I look at revenue share and I think to myself, if you, you and I were, you know, brand new agents getting married or we're married and now we're in our early 20s, we join EXP as new agents and I want to be financially free by the time I'm 40. Honestly, you don't have to wait that long. No, you don't. I mean, <laughs> to say that it is a great wealth accelerator, we mean by potentially decades, really. Uh, yes, 100%. Mm -hmm. And there's, you know, that's the thing is agents don't understand what they're uh, not getting by not being an EXP. The amount of money that you could be making passively as an EXP agent selling real estate, doing what you normally do from revenue share and from the uh, stock awards and some of the other things is extraordinary. You just have to open your eyes to it. And the easiest way is to explain why EXP is able to do this is this. EXP is an online virtual broker. It's like essentially all the biggest businesses in the world are now. They're all virtual. And so you're uh, in a normal business model. Say, for example, let's take Keller Williams. So a franchise business model, there are a lot of middlemen in essence. So you're going to join an office. Then there's going to be people that own the office. Then there's going to be people that own the, the region and then the territory maybe. And then there's corporate. So there are a lot of fixed costs and a lot of people that are getting paid. So when you sell something, there are a whole bunch of other people that have to get paid. Um, and not to mention the fact that office has a lot of, you know, very expensive fixed office space. And an interesting statistic is most brokers make no money. The old joke of, you know, if you want to be broker, just become a real estate broker is definitely true, especially in a market like this. So what EXP did, what Glenn Sanford did, when all of his, you know, just an absolutely genius move back in 2007, is he said, you know what, the franchise model, I can't see a future in that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a business model that uh, essentially is one national brokerage, is no franchises, no, none of this middle management stuff, no fixed costs from office space. And then the money that was flowing, say, to, for example, in that Keller Williams model, and there's not just obviously, you know, all, there's tons of franchise models. That money that would have been flowing to the middle management, to the, all the people that own the regions and the territories and the office and the rest of that, I'm going to give that money back to the agents in the form of revenue share. 
That's what I'm going to do. That's how I'm going to build this thing. The revenue share model is something that's never been done at this level. Um, and it's something that's making many, many agents independently wealthy faster than they can possibly imagine. It is the greatest business opportunity that Julie and I have ever discovered, bar none. There's no, ex there's no cost uh, against the revenue share. You don't have to staff up. You're not involved in the real estate transactions. When you get a revenue share uh, you know, check from eXp, it's a wire actually, there are no costs against it other than your own taxes, right? You guys getting what I'm saying here? So it is a brilliant business model for those of you who are serious about, frankly, one day being rich and free where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money. So all the stories you've been hearing about eXp are true. You've got to take it seriously, especially in a market like this. And, you know, you don't have to wait. Julie and I waited, what was it, 16 years when we started buying rental properties to get to the point where we were financially free. Um, I'll tell you what the number was. It was uh, 23000 24 somewhere in there, $1,000 passively from rental properties. Once we accomplished that goal, you know, when I was 40 and Julie was 39, well, it's a huge accomplishment. Um, and we are very proud of ourselves. But I've seen agents in eXp who are able to accomplish that same goal of earning that same amount of money per month inside two or three years. Now, I want you to think about that. That's extraordinary. So if you're not, if you're a brand new agent or you're a seasoned veteran agent, if you're an older agent and you're looking for essentially to make sure you have some form of retirement, it does not matter where you are in the country or what price point. This is something you have to take seriously. We've got two paths for you to follow. If you're just getting ready, getting ready to get started and you're just, you know, EXP Realty curious, just uh, text the letters EXP to 47372. Text the letters EXP to 47372. But a vast majority of you should be ready to join EXP. Um, and yes, absolutely text me directly and let's have a conversation. When you text me, make sure you give me a little bit of bio information on you and please understand you're not, <laughs> I had this happen twice yesterday. When you text me, it is me texting you back. Do not think I'm AI or it's some sort of <laughs> autoresponder. It is not. It's real Tim. I can attest to that. I'm I know, right here. But it is absolutely so funny. is. Yeah. I had somebody argue with me yesterday yeah. that it was AI and they thought they were going to trick AI mm -hmm. into like, and I was just like, nice oh. try. I was, I was, you know, no, this is no. me. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> now, the interesting thing about all the AXP stuff is you have to, you have to respond. You can't say no to something you don't know anything about. So if you are EXP curious, don't wait any longer. Don't be like us and have to wait 16 years. Right. So you can go one of two ways. Text the letters EXP to 47372. Or if you're ready to land the plane and you're looking for a sponsor is going to be very proactive in your success at EXP Realty, you can text me directly on my cell phone, which is 512-758-0206. 512-758-0206. And like I said, when you're texting me, give me a little background on yourself so we have a starting point. And then we'll go from there. But this is a perfect pathway for all of you, no matter where you are in your careers. You know, brand new agents, that's fantastic. I think I sponsored two or three this week. A seasoned veteran agents, that's great too. We, we sponsored a team yesterday that I think did uh, 40 million. And we sponsored one last week that did like 150 million. We did that with uh, Dan. So the moral of the story, guys, is this is the greatest path. This is the greatest business opportunity aside from that of selling real estate. Sell real estate like you are and then use revenue share to create passive income. And then, you know, and a, sooner, a day sooner than you think, your revenue share will exceed your financial obligations every single month. That way, when you still sell real estate, the money you're earning from real estate can go to, guess what? Having fun for one thing, but yeah. buying investment properties. We have some friends 
that are, you know, they're taking world cruises. We have friends that are uh, just left yesterday on a trip to, uh, what did I tell you? South Africa? South Africa for a safari or something. I don't really know. I mean, all these things that people are able to do from revenue share because they're financially free. Take it seriously, guys. It's wish you, it's what you wish you would have done, you know, years ago. It's what you will wish you would you would have done years from now if you don't do it today. So please text me directly at 512-758-0206 and just put in EXP and let's have a conversation. Again, if you've not yet chosen a sponsored EXP Realty, Julie and I are formally applying for the job as such. So text me directly at 512-758-0206 or just click the link if you're just, you know, frankly getting started and want more information. Uh, in the show description and you will go to our group's uh, website and you can learn why hundreds of agents are joining with our group every single month. I didn't intend for this to be a uh, <laughs> lengthy commercial about eXp, but the reality of it is it, it when I'm looking back at your five-year plan, in five years, if you've done everything we've asked you to do, you're going to be a very successful agent. But while you're doing that, if you've been building the revenue share, if you've been adding these agents every single year, you're going to have become a successful agent. Have uh, a, Obviously, you're going to save some money following our plan. Mm-hmm. But now you're also going to have passive income from EXP. And you're also going to have stock awards. You're going to have created a completely, totally new, wild, crazy financial trajectory that you never would have thought of. Open your mind to this, guys. You listen to this show every day. This is the number one downloaded podcast for real estate professionals in the United States. You have to open your mind to the opportunities that are in front of you. Don't say no just because you're a skeptic or just because you're fearful of change. You need to learn about things because these changes are happening faster than you can possibly imagine. Look how fast AI is changing everything. Like I, you know, it changes basically every 48 hours. It is, and it's going to change every 24 hours. You're going to see technological advancements through AI that are going to start happening. We talked about this the other day. They're going to start happening so frequently that people aren't even going to acknowledge the fact that there was an update to GPT or whatever, whatever. These changes are going to uh, absolutely positively make it so all of you are going to be more efficient, help more people make more money quicker. But it's up to you to really take action. And the first thing all of you should do is seriously consider eXp. So thank you for keeping this number one list to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. Um, remember, 2,000 past podcasts ready, ready and willing and able for you to listen to. Go ahead and give them a listen. They're available everywhere. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.